Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Jeffrey Lay. Jeffrey, are you ready to do this? Let's do it. Excellent. Let's do this. Jeffrey is a wealth coach. He's a trusted advisor, a fintech evangelist, and he is an accomplished fighter pilot. And excited to have you on. Jeffrey, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Why I do what I do. What a great ending to that part of the question. <laughs> I did indeed go to uh, the United States Naval Academy, but I started out more meager than that. I was the son of a small Midwestern family. I grew up outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. My parents were survivors of the Great Depression, which had a big uh, impact on me, but I had a heart for service. And growing up in the middle of cornfields, for some reason, I decided I wanted to fly fighter jets off of aircraft carriers. And that's what I did. So I did that for 24 years of my life. In the middle of that, I actually was diagnosed with a very serious form of cancer, which I'm Happy to say that I beat. I served another five years, but it made me make the shift into doing something else with my life. And that something else was helping people with financial matters. I ended up working on Wall Street uh, at some point. But that formative experience of having grown up with those kinds of parents with that kind of background and then being a Top Gun graduate and knowing how to help people, uh, maybe who I am today. I ultimately am a girl dad. I'm a father to uh, three gorgeous ladies who are my life and uh, I spend my life uh, trying to make them better human beings and they make me a better human being along the way. I love it. And I'm grateful for your service. So thank you so much. So at the age of 19, you find yourself at, at Annapolis, which I, I tried to put myself again in, 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 in those shoes. And I don't think that it would have been a, a very successful environment for me. So you, you go through that, I imagine, challenging and incredibly rewarding experience. But then you say to yourself, you know what, I'm interested to become a fighter pilot. And so you just go and do that. Well, you just don't do it. You know, you have to earn your spot. I was lucky to go to the Naval Academy during the Reagan years. So uh, aviation was a focus. And uh, I took the very first flight class that I could get upon graduation and went straight down to Pensacola, Florida, and started that training track to become a fighter pilot. So two years to learn how to be a Navy pilot and get winged. At the end of that, they actually made me an instructor for a few years, so I didn't get to go right away. And a few years after that instructor tour, I finally got to live my dream and go fly F-14s out in San Diego, California. So a little more than just deciding you're going to do it. You have to earn it uh, every day. And and uh, I did get out there. As far as the Naval Academy, I tell you, uh, you know, one of the things we love to say is uh, it's a difficult place to be, but a wonderful place to be from. So and it, it, it pretty much proves that out every single day. Somebody's actually uh, within the walls there. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that for a second. And then fighting cancer, which you obviously were successful at, um, and then having three daughters, every single one of these experiences from the from the Naval Academy to learning how to fight uh, fly fighter jets and then battling cancer and then having three girls, I imagine, present just unique challenges. 
Yeah, I think I would uh, take landing on a ship in the middle of the night sometimes <laughs> to taking care of the girls. Uh, you know, one of the, the the two younger ones are very young; they're turning two and four soon. And uh, oh wow, nice. I, I tell you what, I, I have to remind myself every day that the nearly four year old is still nearly only four years old. I I sometimes talk to her; her brain's talking to me like she's twenty four. So I can see why my parents probably enjoyed their measure of frustration with my very active mind because she's got me beat on that. Sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. And then after after you, I, I, I assume that you retired from your military career and then you found yourself on Wall Street. I did. What happened was after I had this cancer scare, I didn't continue in the Navy. They wanted me to actually get out of the cockpit for a while and go someplace else that's part of the Navy career track at the time. But I didn't have much of an interest in that. I didn't really want to you know, operate a desk. I still wanted to fly. So I was blessed to actually get into the Ohio Air National Guard as an F-16 instructor. And at the time they were converting to a schoolhouse, I got five years ahead of my run on Wall Street because I knew I needed to do something upon retirement and that retirement date wasn't coming at me. And I got out ahead of it. That's you know something we'll talk about probably later by getting out ahead of things. And that's how I actually got to Wall Street. I was teaching people to trade instruments. I was giving advice. I became part of a, a global um, financial uh, board of directors and started doing some um, get-togethers and seminar formats, uh, et cetera. And I ended up finding myself at a little place you might have heard of called Lehman Brothers, mm, of sure. all places. And how, 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 how long? I left before that implosion, but I definitely had a very wide experience. Yeah, that's fascinating. Interesting. Life is, life is such a funny thing. And yes, it is. Was it, did you just kind of, have have like a, a passion for 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 the world of investing and money or what 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 was it that that really motivated you to 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 keep going with it what i found ultimately uh george is that i had a passion for helping people and that's what the wall street experience for me was supposed to be all about you know i, I thought if i'm gonna go do this i want to do the top gun version of helping these folks which is how i ended up at lehman you know, and I went there pretty green. I, I went there. I didn't have an experience for that kind of thing. Most, I really didn't have um, any pedigree to be there per se. I'd only been doing financial things for the past four or five years before I even showed up there. But somebody made a bet on me, and they put me in a spot to help folks. And I'll never forget that first interview uh, that I had. Actually, it was 18 interviews long. But on that 18th interview, the woman who uh, asked me um, what I was doing there, she she said straight up, you know, what makes you think you can do this business? We had this conversation at the end of it. She decided to hire me and she said, you're going to do well in this business. And I'll tell you why, because the number one thing you have to have is empathy. Hmm. So it's not always about the numbers. It's about having empathy for people's situations. And that's something I think through my experience with cancer and life, as you noted, uh, that I was able to pick up on. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. And just being honest, I'm I'm sort of surprised to hear somebody at a big Wall Street firm talk about how important empathy is. Yeah, well, not everybody might say it, but there are those among us. Yeah, well, certainly. And and so now your 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 passion is helping people to become more self sufficient with investing. Is that right? Absolutely. And I actually tripped upon this some 20 years ago because I was doing it for myself. You know, they, when you go in the Naval Academy, they give you some economics classes, but nobody's sitting around telling you how to, you know, to read earning statements and which stocks to pick. That's not their job. Their job is to make sure you can navigate in the middle of the night. But later, traveling the world and having to deal with different currencies got me excited and interested in different countries, and that's what led my um, kind of like 
path and the direction of finance. But I always had in this background, this Top Gun model, this Top Gun idea that you know you have to be able to help people. And if you can teach somebody to do something, you're just gonna be better at it yourself. And that's what I'm doing now. So now what I'm doing is I'm teaching people that FinTech is coming their way and they need to be in front of that. And I'm helping them understand how not to be surprised by markets. You know, They can do this for themselves or they can do that in a better relationship with their financial advisor, no matter which path they choose to take. They've got to be smarter about it. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. So when you say FinTech is coming your way, what, what, what do you mean by that? Well, fintech, financial technology, it covers so much of your life. I mean, it's taken over into lending, payments, you know, money transfers. It's even gotten into mortgage. You can do almost anything in an app. They've started to get into the wealth management. But this artificial intelligence as it applies to investments, this is the space in which I'm playing. I believe in uh, quantitative type investing. Um, you know, the market moves so fast and things happen so fast in investing that you have to have a very disciplined approach to what you're doing. And there's no more discipline in life than math. Mathematics was my undergrad and my passion and is ultimately the single fastest growing space in the financial technology sector. So the time is now to get smart on and get involved. You know, your, your listeners don't want to be late to this. They want to be ahead of it. That's why I'm so passionate about this particular topic. Got it. Okay. So quantum type investing. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, it's the zeros and ones, right? It's the it's the X's and O's to football. It's the, the you know the, the the numbers of the the players one through nine on the baseball field. It's the mathematics of it all. So what it does is it says I'm not going to make an emotional decision about my investment. I want to make a very disciplined quantitative investment. And so that investment might be I want to only purchase securities, for example, in my portfolio that have a better performance relative to some other instruments. If I like oil securities for some reason, if I like oil stocks, some of those are gonna perform better than others. And so rather than sitting around and watching some commercials, or as I said earlier, you're just reading a bunch of people's opinion, you, know, you let the math be the ultimate arbiter of your decision. That's why the quantitative piece of it is so disciplined. And so much of Wall Street has moved that direction and nearly, gosh, more than half of the transactions that take place on Wall Street are all done electronically. They're not done with somebody, you know, coming up musing about buying Microsoft, for example, and uh, deciding to pull the trigger on that execution. It just doesn't happen that way. So if you don't get ahead of the quantitative mindset, it's going to leave you behind. The transactions just move too fast. Oh, I certainly appreciate that. Do you think that most people are like that? I think that they are if they're actively involved in it hmm. because it's what they're still teaching at school. If you go to school now, uh, there are charters out there people could pursue. I pursued one. I was still a fighter pilot when I got my financial designation, but they typically teach in a space that I would label, not negatively so, just the truth, kind of that uh, Berkshire Hathaway uh, type of mindset, Warren Buffett mindset, where you know I'm investing in companies over the long haul, quote unquote, they'll say this long haul issue. And the problem with long haul is that you're going to have tremendous sell-offs. And what do they ever tell you when uh, things sell off? Buy more. Well, that's that's not really a constructive thesis. You Every time something goes wrong, they want you to look further back in history and say, well, look, in 1933, uh, if you bought the stock market a dollar, then it's worth <laughs> X. Well, that that wasn't great advice in 1932, George. So right. <laughs> you know, that's, I, I think people are still doing it, but they're starting to wake up to the idea. You hear of things like uh, Robin Hood, 
Uh-huh. I don't think Robinhood's a great idea because it lacks something very important. It lacks education. If they're getting involved in it, what they're doing instead is maybe they're going to seek education, but the education that you might be paying for doesn't give you any education uh, execution idea. So there is this gap. There is this void. I'm seeking to fill that gap, and I think the way you fill that gap is you fill it with education. And by the way, you make it accessible. It's, it's not like you're charging for the education. You give the people education to be successful so they know what to do, when, and why, so they can get on to their life raising those three girls. Right, yes. So that, 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 that was really my next question is how, how, do you, how do you boil down the world of, of, of math and, and investing and everything else into something that somebody, somebody can consume? So how did you go about that? How how did you figure well, out what to teach? Well, the good news is is there's lots of lots of data, so any security is has a price, and that price history does exist, and you can consume that. And so for those who already know a little bit about this, this won't be news to you. But for those that are uh, this is foreign to, you can do mathematical calculations based on data. And the more data you, you've got, the more you can look at the price behavior of things. As a very sophisticated way, I guess, of saying is we just take a lot of numbers, we do a lot of math, we have a disciplined formula that we run personally, but we teach people how to uh, apply that formula to any type of investing, principally securities. But at the end of the day, we're gonna we're gonna give you some education about what we're thinking, what our thought process was quantitatively, not emotionally. And then how does that apply to make a decision? By the way, there are things that uh, your listeners can do that don't cost them anything to come get this education. I'd be happy to help them with because I was blessed to get the smarts of that over 20 years of working on Wall Street. They can come and see how it's being applied and at the end of the day, give them something that they can actually execute on. That last piece is this biggest thing that people usually quote unquote give you some education, George, they don't give you an actionable thing to do. That's the part that's missing. And if you don't know what to do, you lack confidence. So it's part of building that confidence. It's, it's a, a continuum uh, and a journey. It's not, Oh, well, I'll wake up tomorrow, get a little education. I'll know how to do it for all 505 stocks in the S and P 500. That's not going to happen. But if you invest the time, that's what we do. Got it. Yeah. I certainly appreciate that. There is, you can give somebody this amazing information, but if it, it's, you know, I, 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 I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get started. What is the first logical step here? What do I need to be doing on a consistent basis to be successful? Yeah. Then, then the education program falls short. So. Correct. So what kind of, or, or, who, 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 who is your program a great fit for? It's great for for anybody that wants to take control of anything in their life. I'm not saying you take it all away from your advisor per se, because I've got plenty of folks that I that I coach, and that I give advice to where they're still working with the, with their advisor. Maybe their personal situation is more complicated. But anybody that values education, are those are the kind of people that I work with. They are the best fit. If if you like mentorship. I love mentorship. Everything I learned about finance, everything I learned about flying a plane, I learned through mentorship. So if you like to be coached, if you like to uh, consume education, if you just like to get smarter in general and not be caught flat-footed, this is for you. And that applies to everything. People want to get better at golf. People want to get uh, better at uh, you know cooking dinner for their significant other, et cetera. At some point, you've got to go learn how to do it. And so trying to find somebody who's kind of already plowed that ground ahead of you, if you like that kind of education, this is for you. And 
I'm not saying that you need to wake up tomorrow and be a professional money manager or be a stock picker. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm just telling you to take some control of your financial future, either 100% of it or to come and get smarter so that you're a better client of your advisor themselves. And the advisors appreciate that. Advisors love educated clients. Yeah. Oh, amen to that. That, 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 that. that certainly does make sense. And, you know, I, I think that everything you said has really resonated with me and whatever whatever it is that you're looking to get better at and, and to do, you need to educate yourself on it. And you don't need to become... Uh, a, a, a Michelin star winning chef, but you need to be able to boil some water and cook dinner. You don't need to become a, a charter financial analyst, but you should have a good understanding of what you're invested in and why you're doing it. Um, so amen to all that, Jeffrey. Yeah. And part of it's language too, George. So, you know, you, you don't, everybody's afraid to ask, you know, that, that silly question, Right. And if you can establish a relationship with whoever you work with, that you usually get over that. But it'd be a lot easier if you knew what the words meant rather than having to ask the question. So that's why the education is so important. Yeah, appreciate that. Well, Jeffrey, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? You have to take action. You cannot be a victim. Do not wake up tomorrow and see your life savings imploded because something happened in the world. You have got to learn how to manage downside risk, not only in life, but especially in investing. So learn about downside risk. I'll give you a quick math example. If you lose 50% of anything, you have to have 100% return to get back to being a whole. If you lose 25% of something, you have to have a 33% return to get that back to being whole. You have got to understand downside risk. Don't get involved in anything when you haven't understood the risk. And that's how we could land on an aircraft carrier because we were trained to deal with and understand the risk. It wasn't about the bravado. It was about the downside risk control. Like that is great stuff that definitely gets come on. Come on. Jeffrey, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can they engage with you? It is super easy to get to work with me. It doesn't cost you anything. I actually uh, give education to folks uh, to make them better investors. And the easiest way to do it is to go to www.freedaytrades.com. Freedaytrades.com. If you go there, enter your email and your first name. I'll tell you every single day what we're doing with the S&P 500 ETF, and we can take you further down the path of education by introducing you to some extremely high-quality, Wall Street-quality, frankly, uh, financial analysis that we do uh, frequently. Free to your inbox. doesn't cost you a thing. Go to freedaytrades.com. We'd love to help you out. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jeffrey your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to freedaytrades.com and take advantage of the of, of this awesome offer. I'll list that in the notes of the show as well. Thank you again, Jeffrey. Hey, thanks a lot. It was, it was a privilege to be here. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp 
will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.